0: All right, the Brews Brothers Power Hour podcast is back by popular demand. We've been away for a few weeks, but now we are back with with a lot of content. And we got with us today co-host Ari. Hello, Kevin. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Okay, and then we got full-time... Playing full minutes, no restrictions. Uncle Al. put me and Coach, howdy.
1: Come on, you got to give us something better than that. <laughs> what would your fans say, Al? What would your fans want? I mean, my fans are just happy that I'm here, and I'm happy that I'm here as well um, with you beautiful people. Well, we're happy about it.
2: I'm, I'm coming in kind of warm with something, honestly, <laughs> Kev. Let's hear it. <laughs> I got a question for you here i don't really know how this th- typically goes you know i'm not so familiar with like dogs and stuff but i'm over alan's house he's got a dog named archie and i'm sitting here with a big meaty scab on my knee from softball sliding into home safe obviously big run
1: congrats we still
2: got 20 runs after that but it was a big <laughs> big run
1: you didn't have to tell everyone you i know, know i'm
2: an honest look i'm an honest man did
0: it really require a
1: slide
2: it, it, oh, it did. It was bang, bang. Yeah. I almost actually got pegged with the ball also, which was terrifying. Wow. But anyway...
1: Would you say the scab was worth it, given that you guys lost by right. at least 19 runners? I would say
2: the scab was very worth it, because you never know. Uh But now I'm questioning it. Or maybe it's even better now. But I'm over <laughs> here hanging out with Archie, the dog, and he won't stop licking my scab. Every <laughs> time he's near my knees or legs at all, he's lick, 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 hung on scab. Is that normal... Or am I diseased? So and he's eating my diseases. That's what he wants. No, what's I, the deal here?
1: I think he we've raised this dog to be an empathetic dog. Oh, and healing, hes healing you. Yeah, he sees you're injured, and he's like, uh, "Hello, friend. I'm uh, here." To save you. Yeah. Wow. By by licking your scab. So I should let it
2: happen. I've been pushing his head away.
1: Uh, You also, it's kind of disgusting. You don't have to let it happen. It's just the thought that
0: counts. I bet you wake up in the morning and that scab is gone. Oh. Yeah.
2: Like uh, some sort of special healing wizard? Yeah,
0: like Phoenix. Like the Phoenix, the Tears of
1: the Phoenix.
2: Tears of the Phoenix. Wow. Okay. I like to
1: think of Archie as some sort of wizard.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Well, anyway, it feels good. I'm enjoying it, and I will stop him from doing it more
0: moving forward. So we've got Ari getting his scab licked during this pod. (laughs) Uh, All night long. Anything you need to to kick us off with here, Uncle Al? We've
2: also got Phillies game four on the screen right now. Go, Phils. The city is electric. Go, Go,
0: Phils. And uh, I guess I could kick off with like a pretty fun fact that like the Phillies are playing the Houston Astros, Eagles are playing the Houston Texans. I mean, come on. Same week. That is a fun fact. Just
1: (laughs) mind-numbingly fun. Mm -hmm. So, so fun. My ears are ringing with all the fun.
0: Yeah, that is some fun stuff.
1: Can we uh, should we just wrap this up? I think we've kind of like I don't know that and, the people uh, can take that much that, enjoyment that after, after
0: Letterboxd Lounge. We hit it all.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, I'm also rocking
0: a big
2: mustache for the first time That's in a long true, time. Yeah.
0: All right. Well this isn't uh, the mustache minute here, so let's uh let's get going.
2: When's mustache minute? <laughs> yeah, we should know Must- that.
0: <laughs> we're gonna loop that we're gonna lump that in at the end. Um, Alright,
2: perfect. Let's talk
0: uh let's talk uh playoff teams. Is that where we're starting? Yeah, we're going back to your really cool borderline I don't want to throw the G word around. The is G that word. a G? Is that a G I hear coming out <laughs> your lips? The whole locks, fringes, cross-offs. what, what is the G word? It. We don't we don't call redhead Uh-oh, people that he's anymore.
2: exposing what himself as an NG again. <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Genius, genius. dude. It's like genius format of cross-offs. Wow. Great contenders. Did and you lots. give that
1: to me? Did you just give that one to me? No, no dude. We've already established. So for all of you who have heard uh, previous episodes, I was awarded the genius title after I corrected Kevin um, when he – I think we've got to go through all the details again. really. Yeah, and we don't, we don't have to go through everything, but I do want to touch on the reason that did come up was because you were giving us a fun stat. your a past fun fact um, about how Keenan Allen doesn't miss that many games. Oh, okay. And since that happened, Keenan <laughs> Allen has played zero games. He has
2: missed all the games.
1: And is now on track to miss this week. Again, when the coach said, quote, uh, his injury isn't healing quite like we expected it to.
2: So we have to ask: Was it
0: worth it? Yes. Is maybe if you guys thing. just let me have that moment, <laughs> this so would all. Think be we should be calling different.
1: you a witch before we call you a genius. Use the W word. The W it, word. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, you don't have the genius title. The genius no. title belongs to some. Jeremy some, still has it. No, right. it was some dude on the streets who gave us directions oh, when I. Uh, I started going the wrong way. Yeah, you almost went
2: negative G there, actually. Yeah. You so, almost went, you no, went no, alone, non-genius. I
1: don't have the title non-genius. anymore, so I have no expectations.
2: Well, I know, but if you if you don't have the title and you're a regular and then you do another non-genius thing, do you go even further? Are you relegated?
1: No, I don't think so because it, the expectations are gone. I can be as big of an idiot okay, as so you I you can
2: want. only go up. And you only go back down to zero. Totally, you can't yeah. go below zero. The
1: baseline is idiot. Like I'm okay. now just an idiot. Oh,
2: uh, I see. Okay, I'll so, I'll allow it. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. So cross offs, beams oh. and locks. Yeah. Last week, Archie here, have some scabs. Uh, <laughs> last week, have some. Or last pod, <laughs> I laid it out in a four by four <laughs> situation: four locks, four fringes, <laughs> four cross offs. And I'd say I basically completely nailed it with only one team now changing from a fringe to a cross off,
1: wow. and everyone
2: else being correct. All right. So if you'll recall, Wrong I throw. said my cross offs were Love Dobbies, currently in twelfth place, two and six. Cross them off. Smelly Pits, three and five, eleventh place. Horrible points four. Cross them off. Cross them. Cross them. Tim bringing back bringing sexy back tenth place also three and five horrible points four crossed off crossed awesome. and those hermanos ranians out three and five also ninth place crossed off no changes to those four crossed any
0: objections um we did just lose the Chad.
2: oh i wasn't gonna go there but yeah yeah. that was funny i think they're tanking though basically so Uh i don't see them making a run
1: i mean do you think that these four teams would agree that they're cross-offs i would argue that at least two of them don't believe that they're cross-offs right now
2: well look self-evaluation is very difficult
0: if i'm living in a world with no magic or jinxes or hexes or voodoo then i would agree with you that these are cross-offs and would you say we
2: live in that world or no?
1: Well, we've already established that he's a witch.
2: Right. So, so, so you're saying you're leaving the door open for witchcraft? Uh, yes. Okay, fair. Well, I live in a world of science. I'm a man of science in a time of science. The scientific
0: and view, I think, agrees with you on these teams. Perfect.
2: Series. Because that's who I am. That's who I represent. That's who I speak for and to. <laughs> I also would like to add one team to the cross-off list who I had as a fringe team.
0: Fringe this was my only cross off
2: relegation, relegation. for menage droit. Cross they on. are in full blown sale mode. They're in eighth place, also three and five. Honestly, before all these trades this week, which we'll get to, they were still frisky. And honestly, if I hadn't hadn't made all these trades in the last two days, I would have said they were still a fringe team. So I think I was basically still right. But these trades, boom, cross them off.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at them from a points four perspective, uh, they kind of are more in line with the two upper tiers. They're right of in teams, it. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the other four who are like kind of like a little step below. But yeah, I agree. With these recent trades, I think
2: Yeah, they've it's they've be tough. been trading players for picks now I, I for a couple weeks.
1: I don't think they want to make the playoffs at those. No, I'm me saying.
2: neither. That's why I'm feeling very comfortable in my cross off status. All right, I agree. Sweet. So the rest, then there's probably no arguments. It's fairly straightforward, and we can get to the trades, but I've got still my four locks. I'm not changing. The top four. Buck Sleeper. Electric Dream Machine. All the same name. And, uh, ooh, I guess I do maybe kind of want to change that. I'm going to leave it as three locks. Whoa! I think... I don't know if I'm ready to lock Jeremy in. Whoa. What do okay. you guys think? He's six and two, second place. The points aren't crazy, but he's been hot.
0: Yeah. I I, I I learned this lesson last year with Chad. Like when it's going right, it's going right. And he's six and two. Like six it's he's in a good spot. He's making six it six and two should get him in. He I even think if he's lost a couple of weeks. Whether or not yeah, he I mean. ends up deserving it is a different thing, but he's making yeah. it.
2: Yeah, I think you're probably right. I'll I'll lock him in.
1: I think that he's just built enough of a buffer with the 6-2 and that, yeah, you're right. Again, look at the points for it's the lowest of the top seven teams right now, Mm -hmm. Um, but as Chad showed, fantasy defense wins championships yeah
2: and he, he, um, he won games maybe he, he he didn't have his best team his best performance but now he's getting hot at least last week he was hot like now 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 it flips the other way and you've got you're building on top of wins already that's usually a good recipe which right. is what chad did
1: yeah he basically just needs i mean yeah. he can go under 500 as long as the rest of the season isn't a total disaster he's gonna find i think himself. you only need
0: Honestly, seven or eight wins to make the playoffs. So, like, yeah, there's 14 so weeks, right? So, weeks eight and six.
1: Left.
0: Yeah, if he goes
2: two and four in his last six, he's he, in.
0: He just has like, to come across one or two tanking teams, and he's probably yeah. good.
2: Yeah. So he's in. I'll lock him in. Glad we talked that one through. So those are my four locks, and then this is where I think it gets. Uh, I think it gets interesting. Okay. I've got three teams here for two spots.
0: By my by my math. That's not going to work.
2: That's not going to work. One of these teams is going to be on the outside looking in. I believe I did actually have Allen's team as a lock last time.
0: Yeah, I'm, I am thought you just did, or did you leave him out?
2: I bumped Jeremy in, and I haven't talked about them yet.
0: Oh, my.
2: Oh. I think I feel pretty good about locking them in um, to that five spot, that fifth spot. And, um, again, we'll talk about these trades, but Turning I think forth. they made a huge one that just made their team a lot better. So I'm giving them the fifth lock. Okay. And then there, this is where the whole, uh, the whole real race I think lives is these last two teams battling for one spot again, math. That's a problem. My team and link Larry team fringe teams battling for that sixth seed. Yeah. That's how I see the landscape.
0: Yeah. And Lincoln, and Larry, Mike Williams out. Jamar Chase out for a while, both guys.
2: Two big big losses. However, they added D-Hop added from the list, which almost cancels out one of those.
0: They basically got Swift back and maybe just have Tony Pollard now, too.
2: They added Pollard, uh, if Zeke is still banged up, yep. And then also, kind of sneaky, Naheem Hines, like he's not necessarily the raw starter there, but like, he's not behind a Jonathan Taylor. Like there's a world where he's like a reliable 12 to 14 right now, like RB three type of guy on that team, throwing the ball around. Like I can see that he, he may have canceled out those losses with, with good, really good bench stuff. So I, he's not out of it.
0: Yeah. He's got, I, am I crazy? He, I think he has like a ton of points for too.
2: He does. He has, uh, he has more than Al and me. By like 15. More, 15 more than me. Only
0: two more than so now. It's, it's right. We're all in the same range. Yeah, he's in the mix there. He just needs to kind of. Oh yeah, on.
1: they're they're third in points four right now. I yeah, or second maybe, not
2: third. Third, they're yeah. third in points four. Yeah, that team is good. Like if that team had Mike Williams and um, who else did you just say they lost?
0: Jamar Chase. Oh, Jamar.
2: Oh my god, if they had those two guys, like that—that's
1: probably a lock. And that's your playoff set.
0: Al, any thoughts on where on, on these classifications?
1: Um, I think they're pretty accurate. The one thing I would say is I mean, I look our, our team is four and four, so while I think you know, we're gonna talk about the trades, I think the trades are gonna help us. Looking forward to the schedule, I think we have a relatively favorable schedule um the rest of the year. Um schedule's important. Yeah, so I I think that's worth considering. The other thing is, Hall of Not the Same Name, uh, they're in fourth right now. Ari has them as a lock. They are, I believe, six in points for right now um, at five and three. So, I mean, they also have a very good team, but I don't know that I would necessarily call them a lock. I'd say that they're kind of – I think the four through seven um, is all kind of malleable right now um the the way things are looking so i i would just I, I just don't know that there's like a too much of a gap really between that team and then kind of like our team ari's team uh and the and the net straight no chaser team yeah the only reason i'm keeping them there
2: um aside from i do like their team and, and i agree that it's all kind of a mush mushed up tier that's like pretty similar they just have one more win and I feel like we're all gonna kinda get to play the cross offs fairly evenly, likely, and that win may just end up being the difference. That that one more win than they have than I do, for example. Um but yeah, you're right. Lock there might be a bit aggressive.
0: I, I I don't mean to I mean, I'm not doing this purely for selfish reasons, but as just somebody who's very familiar with the situation. I think putting us as a lock is a little is maybe a little aggressive <laughs> too. Uh, I mean, we have the I most points, sure, but if you if you look, three of the last four weeks were under 110. We're above. We're between 100 and 110. Had some injuries. You know, it's the, we had a roaring start to the season. We're putting up 130, 150, but it's kind of cooled down since then. And uh, we don't have the easiest schedule, the rest of the way. So. We, we just dropped an easy game. It's like, you know, I'm viewing worst case scenario stuff in my head, but I don't, I, a lock might be a little aggressive. I don't know.
2: The reason I have you there, aside from having the most wins, or tied for the most wins, is I think there's a trade in there, a consolidation type trade that could change the landscape of your team. And I'm betting on something like that happening. Um, yeah, the
1: the rumor mill is a blaze.
2: You're deep. You have a lot of good depth and you have good young pieces. That's what. That's how you can get a deal done for a star. And there's a couple still out there that are that are going to be for sale. And I think one of them could go to your team, and then that changes everything.
0: But at what price, Ari? At what price? <laughs>
2: You've got to give them your at left nut. that, it'll, <laughs> it'll happen. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think just the start like that is enough of a buffer to go through a couple bad weeks and still get you in. That's where I'm at. Same reason that – similar to Jeremy. Like, you need two more wins. Like, you're going to get two more wins. You may be the six seed, not the one seed, but, like, you're going to get two more wins.
0: That's what I'm saying. I feel like good chance to make the playoffs, but locking it in, like, kind of assumes – I don't I'm presuming it means, like, kind of top of the standings, but it might be more middle of the pack.
2: If you were to ask me, like, who's going to get the two buys –
0: Right. I mean, that's what kind of – Wouldn't even make a
2: guess flip a coin with those top four, even like Allen's team to get the buy. Like there's a world where they catch you and they're the, the one seed. You're, you're they, or they, you guys are the same record. They get you on points. Like the buys are wide open still.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm good with everything else you said. And I do want to make my declaration that I have to make, uh, for our, our own team. Um, Just because, you know, because kind of looking at it, like, because I I wanted to say fuck sleeper is like a runaway favorite to be one of the buy teams right now. But like, if you really look at the the numbers here, like they've had 16 more points than us or 14 more points than, uh, you know, Lincoln Larry, four points less than than Kevin. They have only eight hundred and eighty six points against. Right. Whereas we have a thousand sixty three points against right now which would be Another the highest points against. Yeah. Whereas last year we were second in points against. Um, so, you know, I don't know what kind of witchcraft Kevin is pulling on us, but, uh, yeah, but I, I'm not, think not me, loving it.
0: Me? I'm, the, I'm doing this? How yeah, I, I'm some, not doing someone's
1: this. Someone's
2: doing it. That team's lineup is scary, and yeah, I don't see them friends losing friends a lot of games.
1: No, they, their team is really good, and they've strengthened even more. So yeah, I, I do think that they're a favorite to be one of the buy teams.
2: Yep. And the only thing I'll say about my team is I haven't checked the stats, but I would say over the last four weeks, I think we're the <laughs> hottest team in the league with most points. I don't know if that's accurate, but it feels that way. I'll give and, it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, check me out.
0: And not going to check yeah. it. I'm just going to give it to you.
2: Oh, yeah, give it to me. Oh, cool. And uh, either this is a great thing for the future and we're going to keep rolling or we just peaked at the wrong time. We'll see. Yeah. We had the most points in the week. We scored one, like 180 last week, most points in the league. We were averaging 130 the three weeks before that, so we're probably up there.
0: You've got yeah. an easy schedule coming up too. I know we scoring. got yeah
2: two very winnable games against cross offs these next two weeks. Must wins it have to be six and four. Just have to be.
0: And then maybe a little
2: deadline purchase. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. <gasps> Am I going shopping at the store?
2: Maybe uh, the store. <laughs> I might go down to the store,
0: dude. Wow. Doo-da. wow. <laughs> What do you give me for my Miko Hardmans? Oh, oh, and a third. Oh, and can have a, third. a third. Ah, here's Nick Chubb, old I'd old like to boy. go to shopping, sir, but I won't
1: pay full price. Excuse me, sir, what can I get for these gesickies? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no, he's untouchable, dude. He's my only tight end. Oh, actually, speaking of tight ends, James Mitchell season, anybody? Woo-hoo-hoo.
1: I don't
2: know who that is. I'm ready. Oh, you're gonna you're not gonna be able to say that next time. All right, should we talk deals?
0: All right. Deals, 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 deals. Deal or no deal. Uh yeah, so NFL trade deadline yesterday. A lot of big names on the move. Most active deadline in history, probably? Probably. I I don't... It felt like the NBA. That shit was crazy. Yeah. And some of them affected my team. Uh, Some of them definitely affected your guys' team. Some of the things that didn't happen affected some of your teams. Uh, Like Kareem Hunt. But, uh, yeah, it's weird. I, I always, in fantasy... I never want to factor in, like, a trade to a decision because they yeah. just never well, it's usually, it's usually, Yeah, it's usually not a factor at all. Like, it's like, oh, if this guy could only just go to a new offense, he could be awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then you're <laughs> waiting four years for him to, you know, get cut by somebody eventually. Yeah, 100%. Do
2: you have a favorite – either you guys have a favorite uh, deadline deal? Just, like, not fantasy-wise, just, like, NFL-wise when you were just like, oh, fuck yeah, I love that. For that I, I,
0: yeah, I really like – the Bears trading for Claypool, I think they paid too much. But, like, I I would wish... I mean, this is for f- a lot of... From fancy perspective. But just, like, all these talented receivers that are buried on, like, depth charts just go to a place where there's nobody. Like, they should just take gambles on young guys. I like that.
2: Yeah. I'm kind of torn on that one because, on one hand, I love his profile and I love Fields getting a legitimate weapon like that. But I'm also, like... The Steelers are the kings of receivers and drafting receivers and, like, knowing about receivers. And if they're just, like, out on a guy and, like, giving him away yeah, – They didn't yeah, give I mean, him away. They got a good deal. But, like, they're trading him, like, scares me a little bit.
0: Like, is there something more that, there? It was reported out? yesterday that he's been a distraction all year. Really? In the locker room or something. I,
1: I would also, So that could be it. It's also just kind of the whole context around it of, like, A, they traded Roquan Smith for a second and then – traded a second for Claypool, like those guys are not the same value at no. all right no. as football players and then also like they could have drafted george pickens in the second who the steelers deemed to be better than i Claypool. mean look i don't know what this means from like a bears organization
0: perspective i'm just saying from fantasy it's cool to see a guy that's like Kind of got his own team now, you know?
2: Right, yeah. I mean, and, and I like that they're giving Fields, like, a chance kind of now. I feel like they sort of gave him no shot this offseason, so I like that for him.
0: Yeah, so that's the one I like.
2: I, I love that the Dolphins did.
0: Let's hear it. Which
2: I one love one? getting Bradley Chubb. Apparently they had, like, the worst pass rush in the NFL, and you just can't win playoff games multiple in a row, Super Bowls with a shitty pass rush. doesn't matter. And they went and got a beast. I love that. And I kind of also really like Jeff Wilson there, dude. I think he's going to get the job. I think he's good. He's like a good running back. going to get the
0: job over Raheem Mostert.
2: Yeah, they they had one of the worst running games in the NFL also. So, like, you're shorting up the running game and the pass rush. Those are recipes for wins in the playoffs. I love
1: that. Yeah, they made some smart moves. I mean, my personal favorite, which is, like, selfishly like not even more selfishly from a chiefs fan perspective and oh. also from a fantasy perspective but oh I've, god i love tony going to the chiefs like i i just think he's such a talented guy just outside of fantasy who like clearly has not been able to put it together at all and like if it's gonna come together anywhere it's gonna be with the chiefs so i like i'm excited just to see what andy reed can do it with it's him, kind I mean. of like the claypool deal kind of like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, there's a chance that he just is a shithead and like it doesn't work out there either. Um, but there's also a chance where he becomes really awesome.
2: Yeah, I was trying not to talk about my team, but easily the best acquisition was <laughs> CMC to the Niners. I mean, let's be real—that dude's about to blast off, already blasting off. Holy shit! RB one rest 40 of the point, year, maybe
0: 40 points last week.
2: Yeah, that'll play.
0: Passing for touchdowns already.
2: I think we could bank on one of those per week.
0: Yeah, why not? Um, there were some other ones. I mean, Hawkinson's in Minnesota was kind of weird.
2: Yeah, I think because Herb was out, they had to do it.
1: Uh, I think that's a I think that's a good deal for for the Vikings. I think I think they'll be able to utilize him better than the than the lines were. What were some of the other ones? Uh,
0: Kareem Hunt didn't get traded. Kind of surprised. Oh yeah. That
2: was a shocker. Uh, I can't believe they didn't move him.
0: Brandon Cooks didn't get yeah, traded. That was crazy. Brandon Cooks also. Hines we already too. talked about. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: I really like that, dude. He's good. The Bills are going to use him in a cool way.
0: <laughs> Little bit of a knock on uh, James Cook there, huh?
2: Yeah, that's weird. That's like supposed to be his job.
1: Like second round pick. You know? Yeah. Um ridley to the jaguars is a funny one that's that's
2: a follow oh, dude that con that uh like the compensation part of that is insane did you see that like the picks no. how they can move around it's like i don't have it exactly in front of me but it's like it can go from a fifth round all the way up to a second round if he like gets an extension with the team with like things in between if he makes the team like all this crazy shit pretty cool all right, should we talk our de- our deals? Which was not our deadline, but it was fucking like deadline week in our league.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's we we got all jazzed up uh, about the NFL deadline. Our deadline's not for three weeks, but there you know it might as well have been today because there was a lot of big deals, big action. But should honestly, we- I was looking and I don't think we covered any of like the trades this season in our league at all. And I was thinking we could go around quickly and just hit on each one of them. Um, I don't know. Do it, baby. I mean, we definitely covered some of the early ones, right? You no. mean like recently? No, we we covered the summer ones, but none of the Tim, the Tim Trio we didn't cover.
1: Oh, yeah? Oh, really?
0: Yeah. So we can kick it off. Uh, this is all in the, uh, the, the Google Sheet, but Matt Ryan and Zeke Elliott for a first and a second.
2: Oh, my God.
0: So the beginning of, of Rafi and Mike beginning to sell – they yeah. sold uh, old Matty Ice right before he got benched and uh, Zeke right before he got hurt for a first and a second.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, that trade was so interesting because, like, I don't even think it made their team that much worse, yet somehow they were trading away players for picks. Yeah. Like, that was such a good deal for them.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: like, you could not make that deal for those for those for that level of picks right now. Like, those guys are, their value's been, like, halved, I feel like, since then. Certainly Matt Ryan is zero now.
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's tough. That was done yeah, in the I first mean, week of October.
1: I, I'm not as down on Zeke as most of the world seems to be at this point. I think especially with the emergence of Pollard lately. Um, but, I mean, there's just no way you can cut it where you're giving up a first um, and a second, and Matt Ryan might not play another snap in the NFL ever again, um, which isn't great. And, and Zeke. I still think I still think he's a solid running back, um, and Jerry Jones still wants to use him as the RB one over there. But I, I think you know there—it's it, just kind of inevitable that his carries are going to be going further and further down with how well Pollard playing. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's a matter
2: tough. of time. That's a ticking time bomb. And and the fact that Tim is trading picks for players that was weeks ago. He hasn't got on any sort of win streak. He's still a cross off in our eyes and he's giving away those picks, like, that's bad.
0: Uh, all right, the next trade, actually not part of the uh, Tim Trio here. This was the still first, still the first week of October. Uh, we traded Claypool away to Hall of Dame for third. And I will lead off on this one. I wish I could have that back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's one of those things It's yeah if he gets traded it would be great I didn't actually think they were going to trade him like they never trade players yeah, yeah like, I mean like, how much of that for you was just like a you wanted to have a roster spot also yeah that, that was part of it he wasn't playing well um, you know he I, he's not reliable even when he is playing well he's like a super like up and down no, guy can you play him
2: even like it, no it's, it's a
0: gamble I mean, every time he could go for so, 20 or
1: 4 yeah you traded him Four weeks ago. And since then, he's had weeks of 10, 23, 9, and 12.5. So he's That's been a startable. Flex guy, yeah. Yeah, he's been a startable flex guy. Yeah. Uh, I and, mean, he like threw a touchdown. One, I, mean, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. And, you know, and look, who knows? Like as, you know, good as it should be for him to get into a new situation. Uh, I mean, there's zero proof that Fields can support. Who, I mean, you'd assume Mooney's still going to get targets. They have probably the best chemistry of anyone like uh, on that team. Like, yeah, he'll,
0: I mean, Claypool will be the number one or two, and there's a chance he totally breaks out. But yeah, Right. I
2: mean, it's a better situation because there's fewer right like, now, it's also not a good situation. Could being, I trade him for a second right
1: two, now? I don't know. No.
2: Maybe. I mean,
1: I, I, I definitely think you sold low for a third. Right? super low. Um, yeah, you definitely sold low. But at the same time, I mean – who knows if he'll be able to put it together over there. So we'll yeah, say TBD. It's
0: just, I kind of in a perfect world, wish I could have held till now and then maybe gotten like a second for him.
2: Yeah, um, that's fair,
0: but I'm not losing sleep over it yet.
2: No, I wouldn't.
0: Uh, what do we have next? Next we have, I am doing the trades here. Uh,
1: okay. The Was second, the
0: second of the Tim trio Tim gets Antonio Gibson. Tim gives to Ari and and Singer, Gabe Davis, and a 23 third. Your thoughts, guys? I'll say that
2: player-wise, like points-wise, the two have not been like insanely different when you consider that Gibson is a running back, which is obviously like a tougher position to fill. Vibes-wise, emotionally the way I feel about my team, the way I look at my team, the way my team communicates with each other in the locker room, like see, the emotions, it's completely changed everything for us. Wow. Like we have, we have been on our best streak of the last year and a half points wise since we made this deal. And like, it's not just like a raw numbers thing. It's like when I open up the sleep vast. wrap and look at my team, it's just, just like, Oh, well, that's like, that feels nice. Like it never felt nice with him in there. He was always doing good but not actually good. Like, I it hate was the RB12 last year. Like, it was – but, it like, I hated looking at it. So, it was, like it, – it's very much the emotions for me of, of why I feel like I won this game. I'm going to
0: stop you right there, and I'm just going to say that doesn't sound like something that a man of science would say.
2: <laughs> well, look, Kevin, I'm a complicated creature, okay? It's not all so cut and dry maybe I make it seem <laughs> – <Yeah. laughs> I will say the first week after I traded for him, I think Gibson had, like, six – and Davis had like thirty four, well, so like yeah, that was dope. The, Numbers I, wise, I'm
1: pretty sure after the trade happened, literally within three plays of the Bills game starting, uh, Gabe Davis caught a ninety plus yard touchdown. He did,
2: yeah. And and I lost that week. <laughs> Kevin declared it <laughs> over at one thirty p.m. Eastern, it's but yeah, there's more witchcraft from Kevin. But yeah, that's like yeah, that's all I have to say about that.
1: Yeah, I mean Gibson's actually been good the last two weeks, but. I don't know if it's sustainable. I mean, he's gotten, like, the last two weeks he scored 16 and then 20, but his snap count is under 40% uh, in each of those weeks. So, like, if he's not breaking them, then I don't know if that's sustainable. At the same time, Davis is pretty up and down also. I feel like Uh, the wrong team's.
0: The wrong team gave the third in this trade. I feel like they messed it up in Sleeper, and some it, and it was like sent op- the opposite, and it just got accepted. That's what I, I agree, agree with
2: that. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't think Sleeper messed it up because I have the I can show you the receipts. But yes,
0: no Sleeper didn't mess it up. Whoever proposed it messed it up. And <laughs> no, no, that happened. was the deal.
2: Yeah, all right. But yeah. like, I just like I hated looking at Gibson on my team, even okay. though he would do good things. Like, I just didn't like looking at him. All right. He's good though. He's a good back, can receive, which is huge.
0: No, he is good. He's another guy, like the kind of guy you trade for, and you go, "Oh, I hope he gets traded." And yeah. here he just didn't. But like, obviously good. Of why not? Who knows? Um, but that's the the alternate the alternative to like a Claypool or a Tony. Um, you know. But all he right, let's be keep moving. Team. Okay, we got the, the a third, of deals The Tim here, yeah? Trio here. Let's keep the roasting quick. And light, but... Uh, oh, God. This Davis, is the worst of them all. Davis Mills, and a second, a 24-second for Burks and Njoku. Uh, Burks, actually... So, this is obviously between us and Tim. Burks has been on the IR the whole time, unfortunately. Uh, and Njoku, not far behind, also on the IR. So, both those guys are hurt. Obviously, good players, I so we think. Uh, and Davis Mills has been bad. And yeah, that's about it. Davis
2: Mills is a disaster. And this deal is a disaster as well. There's no other way to put it. Burks was good. He wasn't putting up huge fantasy numbers, but he was being super efficient and had bursts and was like, oh, this guy's gonna be good. And he's twenty-two or twenty-three, rookie receiver, first round pick. Like, this dude should not be getting traded for that package. It's not, it's not enough. Davis Mills, fun stat for you, I heard today. He's 36th out of 38 eligible quarterbacks on dropback pass, like success rate, when he's not pressured. Which is happens. the easiest, the easiest way to be a quarterback is when you don't have pressure. He, he stinks.
1: He's also uh, first out of 38 eligible quarterbacks in looking like a bald giraffe.
2: Yeah, but you don't want that either.
1: So you win some, you lose some.
2: That yeah. guy's a disaster.
1: Yeah, this trade was bad. Uh, Mills won't be a starting quarterback after this year. Nope. And Briggs is good. He's a good player. And Joku's good. He was
2: playing
0: really well. He got hurt, but he was playing well at a really premium position. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously why we did it. We, we kind of think the same way on this. I'm a little worried Tim has some – some inside info on Burks or something like that with the asthma or something that I don't know about, but uh, I don't really know much about trailing Burks, but yeah, he's a high pick and feels like a good guy to take it to buy a low on, you know? Yeah. All right. What else you got? All right. So that's it for the Tim trio. Now we're moving forward to last week here. Cream hunt for sky Moore, Chad, Alan, Alan, you're right here. What we got.
1: I am right here. Um, yeah. I mean, We just wanted to add another piece. Um, We, like, really were short on depth. And Kareem Hunt is a really solid running back. He's, like, a good guy to toss in the flex spot. We were hoping he'd get traded and be kind of, like, the starting guy somewhere. Did not happen, unfortunately. Doesn't mean it can't happen next year because he's not going to stay a Brown next year. And I think for the rest of this year, he'll be solid. I think maybe his usage will pop back up a little bit more now that we know he's not getting traded. Um, the classy Deshaun Watson starting at quarterback coming back in um, might kind of kickstart the offense a little more too, which might open up some opportunities for him. Uh, so, yeah, we, we liked Hunt. Uh, sad to give away our first-round pick, Sky Moore. Yeah, let's, let's talk about
0: Sky cause, because that's what matters to me out of this trade. You guys, well, Hunt didn't get traded Less Chubb goes down. I don't think he's going to be that exciting. Sky is the exciting piece
1: here. Yeah, I mean, I... Is he? So there's some differing opinions. Or does uh, he just stink? Yeah, the members of this pod, I think, feel differently. I think I'm probably in the middle of you two guys. Sky on more centrist alert. Yeah, I'm a Sky more centrist. I'm a Sky centrist. Um, to, the, to the moon Sky. sexual. Uh, Kevin is Sky sexual. I'm a Sky centrist. Um, I'm skyphobic. He's skyphobic. Uh, um... Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think he has a chance to be a good receiver. <laughs> uh, but it's not going to be this year, and it may not even be next year. So we- Everyone's
2: got a chance to be a good receiver because he's a receiver, so he's got a chance to be a good receiver. He has shown nothing of interest nothing of value he can't catch a punt he can't get on the field ahead of mvs juju micole three guys who stink and they just traded for another young receiver who's troubled who has more burst and shown more potential the dude is buried behind justin watson like the chiefs have no history aside from tyree kill of drafting receivers well
0: none or even evaluating them well they, they have a bad history but he did go to a small school, so there, there was gonna be a longer ramp up period for Sky Moore. Everybody knew that. And his playing time has been trending upwards. He's not a good punt returner. But he's looked good when he's catch when he's caught the ball. He has gonna uh, show
2: nothing of, of interest.
0: I do not like that they traded for Tony and are apparently rumored for Odell, but I think that happened after your trade out, right? That Tony. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um that that's concerning. But
1: yeah. No, I mean, that does, uh, it's not a good sign. I'm not going to go as far as Ari's rampant Skyphobia, but I, yeah, I'm kind of glad that we did that trade.
2: You can just look at the Chiefs' actions, not their words, their actions, to know how they feel about Skymore. And they do not like him, they do not trust him, they do not like what he's developed, how he's developed so far, and they clearly don't believe in him. And maybe they're dead wrong about that, but they know him better than anybody now. He's been on their team his entire career. I don't like it. Doesn't pass the smell test.
0: All I know the Chiefs believe in is putting Jarek McKinnon on the field as much as possible, but never giving him the ball. That's what they believe in.
2: Uh, And that's the best way to use Jarek McKinnon.
0: (sighs) Uh, Okay. Next. Next. Also, uh, on that quickly – little bit of a seller move from Chad there. I don't know if you'd necessarily do that if you're trying to contend this year.
2: You definitely wouldn't. Skymore is a zero this year.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, and now to the events of the last two days here. So last night... Woo! The main event! Big trade came through. Uh, Don and Nate added, oh, no. added again. They have... Made the most, tied for the most trades in our league history. With they're tied with us with nine nine trades, nine over, trades over, over over two years. Love that. Uh, four, That's activity. Five, five this year, four last year. Keep in mind, a couple of these were like fourth for Engram, a third for Gaskin. Like they're right. they're, they're, they're they're quantity over quality here. Um, they're not all blockbusters for no, sure. They're not all blockbusters. Uh, and then and then Mike and Rafi, who actually have made a lot of trades too. Uh, but continuing to sell. They give up Najee and Isaiah McKenzie uh, for Gerald Everett and and Lat Murray are the players. I don't know what Lat Murray's up to. And then Nothing. a twenty Warm get ready. Body. Get ready She's for boss. this. We're gonna do this by year. A 2023 their 2023 second. They're twenty twenty four second, and they're twenty twenty first.
2: And it's all those seconds because they have no other firsts, and their next first, which is twenty,
0: their, yeah, their only remaining first was twenty five, and that's the last you can trade. You don't want to trade three years out. So, you so I
2: found this deal fascinating for a couple of reasons. Yeah, one, it's fascinating because it seems like Menage are you know kind of punting on the year, and they like we talked about they weren't like out of it, so that's interesting. Um, the most interesting part to me is the fact that Don and Nate are in win-now mode. We've talked about this previously. They're trading picks for players. They're in first place. They're trying to win for sure. And they got a guy who has a ton of potential to get back to where he was RB1 status next year. But like, that's almost definitely not happening this year. He averages 11 points a game. He's in a horrible offense. He hasn't looked right. There's clearly something going on with the foot. The team is awful. There's a world where he shut down like during the playoffs of our fantasy because uh, because they the shut so far rumors? out what of are it.
0: Shut down rumors. What? Are what? They, what are these shut down rumors? You keep
2: this is this is me reading the tea leaves. There's been no rumors. You
0: think they'll shut I, him down?
2: I, he's had this foot injury this whole time. He clearly doesn't look right. They don't win another game. They're seven games out of the playoffs. Like they're toast. Like why would you keep running him out there? There's a world where like weeks fifteen the semis or whatever week 16 and he's like not playing anymore. And so like, it doesn't really help them that much this year, even though he's going to be in their lineup. I just find that interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I get what they're doing. It's win now mode, they have a very good team. Um, and I get and like that, at least if they're going all in training all their picks, they don't have, any first and seconds next year they don't have any picks next year not even their third or their fourth they don't have their first and second in 2024 and they don't have their first in 2025 so they, have no picks.
0: Picks. they don't have any yeah. good pick they out don't picks. have any
1: any picks anymore at least they're getting guys that like will still hopefully be useful two three years down the line yeah. um but yeah nausea has not really been good like The numbers he's been putting up are of, like, a back-end flex guy, not of a guy that you're training first for. Um, Not to say – I mean, he was, like, you know, he has the pedigree for it, but he hasn't shown that at all. And, like, it could be a team situation. It could be him. um, But there's also, like, you know, not any immediate signs that that offense is going to get better in the future. Like, if Pickett – doesn't get any better like are they going to draft another rookie quarterback next year and then you're kind of still with the rookie quarterback next year or with Pickett again next year like I, I don't know that there's a clear path for him to like live up to that potential in the near future so we'll see it's a risk maybe it'll pay off um but we'll see yeah big
0: risk i mean i think it might maybe it is the foot because a bad team like the Steelers, like the easiest thing to do with a rookie quarterback is just run the ball up the middle a million times, and uh, you can run block, you can manufacture run blocks and run plays and get a guy going, like you know the Texans are doing with Damian Pierce. Like you should be able to do that if Najee's good.
1: And Jalen
0: yeah, Warren's looked good in there, so he's either lost a step somehow, wasn't that good to begin with, and was just kind of like a PPR guy, like coasting on that last year, got some touchdowns, or his foot's really bothering him.
2: He doesn't look right, even in the offense, the the offensive situation that they're not good. He doesn't look like Najee, and that's probably an injury thing, is my guess. And like that doesn't seem like that's gonna fix, that's gonna change this year.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's I yeah like I said it's a it's a high risk move for uh, for all those pe- all those assets. Uh, Big time. All right. What's next? What is next? You guys are. <laughs> repositioning yourselves what's going on there we've got a battery issue nice save Uh, okay and then yeah today's blockbuster is the last one Eckler, for Hmm. Michael Pittman 23 second 24 second Uh, another Ruffy Mike sell off move for uh, you know a young wide receiver and some picks here and uh, Eckler is the number one. Eckler is the number one running back in fantasy, uh, and he's already had his bye week, so he's been dominant.
2: Absolutely dominant. This is why Allen's team is almost definitely going to make the playoffs. This Pittman to Eckler upgrade is like impossible to describe. It's so huge, and he's all in, and I like it for him. Uh, I think the Hall getting back a centerpiece of Pittman when I was flirting with CMC deals, I had targeted Pittman as a centerpiece of a guy for a rebuilding team like what I thought mine might be. And I think that's a really good, uh, really good pull for them. I do wonder that they didn't get any firsts. You can stack up as many seconds as you want. The firsts are different. And I wonder if that was the best they could have done. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I like Pittman as a centerpiece.
0: Uh, I, I, I would actually push back on you with the Ek, Pittman Eckler is undescribably big jump. Like Pittman's pretty good. Like Eckler's obviously much better. But like he's probably Pitt, double like, his
2: average in points per game. Yeah, and he's a running
0: back. Pittman is a, a no doubter. Start him every week, guy. Like you know, fixture in your lineup. So like it's not he's like you're probably, giving up future stuff or like guys that weren't playing. Like that is a contributor. No,
2: but it's double. Use. It's double the points likely on a weekly basis, at a at a more difficult position to fill. You can slot in a flex player who can get you nine, and the difference between Pittman and that guy is so much bigger than the difference between your RB two. That's Rex Burkhead and Eckler. Just twenty points a game, probably. Yeah, difference.
0: it's definitely an upgrade. I'm just saying it was still a useful piece that was sent out the door.
2: Huge upgrade, in my opinion. Looking at his lineup is different now.
1: Yeah, I I mean we liked Pittman a lot, like didn't want to trade Pittman. And it kind of got to a point where we thought like, Hey, look, we're four and four other teams are making moves. If we are really serious about this, like let's go get a guy. Another factor is like, you know, I love Joe Mixon. He hasn't looked that great. Montgomery is kind of working himself into close to a 50, 50 timeshare with Herbert at this point. Um, You know, we have hunt now, but he's also in a timeshare. So, like, we kind of were missing that, like, oomph from the running back position. And we got the guy with the most oomph uh, in the league right now. And so, yeah, kind of felt like we had to do it. Um, very pumped about our team right now. I think we have a bunch of absolute ballers um, as opposed to, you know, there's there's teams out there with certified beasts. We have certified ballers up and down the lineup, uh, and we're feeling great about <laughs> it. Um, you know, sad to lose Pittman, but but glad that Jefferson Skyplane name soon to be changed. Maybe, maybe not. Um, maybe we'll just leave it to piss off Kevin. Um, we're, we're back on top. We're feeling like we're on top.
2: Like the way I think... <clears throat> Don't
1: the way let I think about your piss
0: me off. I...
1: Don't
0: – don't. There's, there's, there's so much goodness out there that you could do.
1: It, it's true. I don't want to do that to
0: you. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, you could it, do better. It would just but be like, a shame, you know. Going from Pittman
2: to Montgomery in your flex, I like, like Pittman a lot. This season, that's like a small difference. Going from Montgomery to Eckler in your starting running back thing is, is a mondo change. Yeah, right, yeah. It's a mondo change. And, I'm not and,
0: arguing that this doesn't make their team much better. I'm just commenting that like – for example, Don, they just like, obviously Najee is an Eckler this year, but like they didn't give up any like things they have to add that um, to, to their lineup.
2: Yeah, because he's a flex guy. You don't have to do that for a flex guy. You have to do that for the RB1 in the fucking game. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. The,
1: other, the other thing from Rafia Mike's perspective, right, is that they've just been collecting picks from all these other deals. They have so many picks, like, at a certain point when you're trading your studs, you need to get like a real live guy right. who you know is good already and is young. And so I think it makes sense for them to prioritize a guy like Pittman over getting, you
0: know, yeah. top. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I like him, I love him as a centerpiece.
1: If they're not trying to win,
0: you gotta sell Eckler when he's, you know, healthy and RB one. Like this yep. yeah, it, exactly. now is the time to sell him. You have to. You know. That's selling high, like that's selling you know, as high as I possible. <laughs> So and yeah, Pittman. I totally agree, Pittman and those picks. uh, It's a good, it's a good return. Good return. Good deal. There's a good deal all around. There's a rumor there may have been another deal out there that was pretty close to that one and maybe even neck and neck. But uh, I can't argue with uh, with them with them choosing that deal. And I don't think there was any other deals out there that were close to that or those two. Yeah. Those. Yeah. It's the rumor, mill. All right. Is that enough football talk? I'm just guessing, man. I don't know. (laughs) Is it time to get silly? Can we get silly now? All right. That's it. That is it for the talk.
1: Can I I lead in, before we get into your silliness, I want to actually address something that I just thought of because you said some words. Um, I want – I forget who it was, but I've heard – through the grapevine uh, that people are accusing Kevin of really hamming up his Philly accent for the sake of the podcast. Uh, I just want to get your take on those accusations.
0: I don't notice it. You don't notice it at all? No, I'm not trying to do anything differently.
2: This is how he sounds on Zoom calls at work. Too. You, you
0: say When you say we're in person, you don't notice it. But like on the podcast, for some reason, it, you, you notice it more? I think I do.
1: I so I wasn't the one who said it, someone else had said this. Um, and I think I had noticed this also that it sounds like your Philly accent really comes out flying, uh, when you're with the Bruce brothers.
0: Hmm. Ari, any thoughts? Any scientific thoughts on this?
2: Uh, yeah, I think it's from a scientific perspective. Um, when you hear someone on a recorded uh, medium and you're just listening, all you're doing is just listening, you notice intricacies that you wouldn't otherwise in just standard conversation. When you're standard conversation with someone, you're thinking about what you're going to say next. You're thinking about what they're saying. You're playing a verbal game, a verbal spar, if you will. When you're just sitting there listening, just ingesting, you hear it a lot differently. And I think that's probably what it is. That's
0: why we give you the degrees and the big bucks, my man. Let me know
2: if you have any more scientific questions. That
0: was spot on.
2: Thank you. Uh, Should we do... The lock of the week?
0: We could do the lock of the week. Well, we well got- here's what I have
2: left in my agenda. I have the lock of the week. Yeah. I have uh, Ari's you have the lock of the here? week
0: ready, Al? Are
1: you prepared? Yeah, I mean, yes.
2: It's time for Uncle Crazy Sexy Al's Big Huge Mega Lock of the Week. Woo-woo-woo! <laughs> no more scab, Archie.
1: <laughs> You've had enough It is time For big sexy crazy Uncle Al's lock of the week um, I think I'm 3-0 oh now on big sexy Uncle Al lock of the week No shit dude that's why they call it the lock of the week That's true that's why they call it lock of the week <laughs> This one it's Maybe. no longer the lock Yeah, but, um, Okay well on that note I'm gonna get real nasty with it here. Ooh, I'm getting oh, disgusting yeah. Real stinky nasty Like a scab if you remember last lock of the week, really uh, it was the Jets at Lambeau. Oh, that was pretty nasty. Which was was kind of nasty. I'm gonna get real stinky nasty.
2: Oh, you dirty nasty.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got plus three and a half at home. The Washington Commanders, oh, baby. I'm God. everywhere. Oh, he's I've Uh yeah, the Washington Commanders at home against the Vikings, plus three and a half. Um, more than I'm saying anything about the Commanders here, I just kind of don't believe in the Vikings right now. (coughs) And they're six and one, I think. Yeah. And I just don't think they're good enough to be seven and one in principle. Uh I think they're due for a slip-up. Last game against the Cardinals, they were just begging. They were on their hands and knees begging Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray to take them out of their misery and make them have a record that better reflects the kind of team they are. And the Cardinals just absolutely refused to do that. Um, Now they're going in to Washington, to D.C., to whatever town in Virginia that stadium is, and, and the Commies are hot right now. They have the juice of the Green Lizard, Taylor Heineke, And it's just going everywhere. They
2: believe in him. They have
1: vibes. They have energy. And they're playing all right. Um, And I think three and a half, I I like having the little hook there on the three and a half. Um, You know, I I could see the Vikings winning by a field goal potentially. But I I think it's time for a little bit of a correction. This feels like one of those stupid games. um, You know, like a a 21-20 the commanders pull something out with a, a Heineke 20-yard running touchdown to mm. win the game or something dumb like that. Um, I think it's time, so we're going commies.
2: All right. Are you worried at all about the Kirk Cousin revenge game? No. Love it. Love it. Lock it in. Everybody bet it if you want to win.
0: I like three and a half.
2: Yeah, three and a half is a good number.
0: It's a nice number.
2: It's a good, good fraction. Number
0: uh okay are we doing lb lounge or are we doing uh i assume you didn't have a lounge did you come prepared i I have come prepared let's do
2: your lounge that way we can end with a bunch of arguing about my theory
0: all right everybody settle into your seats here pop up a bag Mm -hmm. of popcorn whip out that vhs player pop that tape out of there you know blow the dust out of there you know yeah Get, get rewind your, it get, all the way back get, to the your, beginning get it all rewound and uh it's time for the letterbox lounge all oh right. it feels good being back in the lounge yeah, what's up it guys feels right it's
1: cozy it's comfortable
0: mm-hmm. so yeah i think the last one i had was troll 2 which ah oh, fuck i
2: still haven't watched it
0: so i'll yeah we'll get we'll get you uh we'll get you a copy uh, but I believe rave reviews, at least with uh, you know two thirds of the members on this pod, no need to get into another victory victory lap on Troll Two right now. It's time to move on. <laughs> we're a little past, so we're a little past spooky season. Um, so there's a there's a movie out there that is on I think a bunch of streaming platforms, but I watched it on HBO. I watched it because a lot of People on Letterboxd have been watching it. It's one of the most reviewed movies right now, including a a couple of league members in this league who also had good things to say about it, at least one or two of them. Uh, But it's called Barbarian. Mm, Has anybody heard of this?
1: Yeah, sounds like a beef film.
0: Sounds what? Sounds beefy. Oh, okay. Beefy is the the first adjective thrown out there. Uh, But you guys have to watch Barbarian. Um, if you like a good thriller, uh, that's, that's got a lot of things going on. It's, uh, it's a little bit scary. It's really interesting. It's really well done. It's a little funny. It's, it's, it's uh, it's a movie that keeps you kind of not perfectly comfortable with what's happening or expecting mm. what's happening next premise. All I'll give you girl shows up late at night, uh, in a, in a, in a different town for a job interview, checking into an Airbnb, something we've all probably done before, just trying to get the keys out of the lockbox of this house. Uh, you know, it's raining, it's late at night and there's a guy that's already in the Airbnb, uh, who's been there and says he booked the Airbnb, uh, a couple, a week ago. And they basically exchange like their confirmations through different services. They both booked this Airbnb. It's very, it's right, right there it is. And they, uh, don't really know what to do. There's no hotels, which could be a plot hole, but it's it, it's it's set in Detroit, and apparently there's a big convention, and she can't really get a hotel at this hour at this night. Uh, so they agree that she'll take the bed, he'll sleep on the couch, and just they'll call the people in the morning and figure out what's going on, why they're double booked, and uh, some stuff happens in that house.
1: Is is all I'll say. Uh, but, I'm gonna guess that he, this guy, is the barbarian.
0: I can't I can't I mean I don't think we're in the spoiler zone here. I'm pitching a movie for you guys to watch. So.
2: Okay. I like that premise. I'd buy that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm
0: I'm uh how, how many how many stas? Four out of five. Ooh I read this one this is one where it's like I'm not not doing a bit. I'm not uh you know I could this do is a, a regular bit.
2: good old movie.
0: I could do a bit. This is a good movie, this is a fun movie. Apparently this was like one of the best in theater movies you could watch with a big crowd of people. Because it's mm. so much, it's very fun, uh, and it's wild, and it's not what you expect, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a good watch. Any famous hunks in it? Uh, what what's that guy's name? scarsguard is in it. Ah, uh, he, He's a good hunk. Yeah, Skarsgård's in it. Yeah, he's a classic hunk. Oh, and and I, you know, a hunk to some of us, Justin Long. Oh... Yeah. I like Justin Long. He flirts hunk. Cool. Good review. I'm excited. I'll check it out. Cool. Well, you got to watch Troll 2 first.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm backing up over here.
0: <laughs> you're I'm all backed
1: real. up. actually the
0: cool to Barbarian. <laughs> yeah, I'm all backed up over here. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, let me know how you think, what you think about it. And uh, Jeremy, if you're listening, you're probably not going to want to watch it yeah it's not a jeremy movie i don't think so um too scary uh, it's just, too scary it's uh just, it's just it's just it's just a lot is, is all yeah. i'll say um i'm intrigued I, i'm intrigued i like that plot yeah yeah no it's it's not like it's you, you i know you guys could handle it it's it's a good movie it's 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 kind of like popular it's something you should see it's it's more in the like jordan peele vibe of things i would say
2: oh okay i like those
0: yeah i like those um okay time for the ari's theory theater and we'll go and then we'll go and then we'll go all right al you want to do a little ari's theory theater jingle i kind of like the one you did last time
1: it's time for ari's theory theater I didn't drink enough this time. Well, welcome back
2: to the theater, boys and girls. We've got a good one here for you tonight. Today, tonight, what are we talking about? We're talking about more science stuff. We're talking immunity. We're talking oh. We're talking health, human health. We're talking immune systems. We're talking... Being a good, healthy person. Let's go. Yeah. This is a topic that everyone can get excited about.
0: We can all learn a thing or two here.
2: You can all learn a thing or two. My theory is that actually being extremely unsanitary and not being so worried about being clean and doing the clean guy thing actually makes you more susceptible to disease and germs and viruses. So what I do, now obviously if it's a theory of mine, I've practiced it, duh. What I do is, I'm disgusting. And, and, I never, ever, ever get sick. Okay? That's the key. Basically, my theory is that if you... Are dirty and gross. It's the equivalent of going to the gym for your muscles, but it's for your immune system, for your body, for your
0: health. All right, wait a minute. I'd like to just say two things here. One, you are gross. <laughs> and two, you don't get sick.
2: <laughs> Correct. I do. I am gross, and I don't get sick. Have I licked the subway pole during COVID? Seen it? Yeah. Have I gotten COVID or been sick?
1: No. I mean, the fact that you haven't gotten sick since you were, what, 17 years old? My last time getting
2: sick uh, was 2011, freshman year of college. 11 years ago, I had mono uh, January of 2000, uh, maybe, been, maybe been tw- January of 2012, uh, freshman year. And I got mono. I was bedridden. I was horribly ill. And I have not been
0: sick since. All right. I have a question. I'm going to get in the weeds a little bit here. Yeah, dig in. As somebody that's been trying to practice, you know, generally accepted cleanliness principles mm-hmm. throughout most of you know all of their adult life, yeah, would moving to your style of filthiness be a risk for somebody like me? Would I would I be At- would I be not prepped enough? Would my would my Great I would be overwhelmed basically and and die? You will not die. You will get sick at first. Okay. But then,
2: then, just like going to the gym for the first time, how you're really, really sore that first time. You hate it. Then you go back the next day. Then you go back again later. And all of a sudden, now you're jacked. And you're not really feeling shitty. You're feeling good. It's the same exact principle there.
0: Where do smells factor into this? So like when you shower, is that a smell-based decision? So or is that the
2: important thing here is there's obviously, like everything, quite a bit of nuance, right? So there's a baseline level of hygiene that you need, right? Shower daily. Wash your hands after you poop and you wipe and you get poop on your hand. You know, <laughs> baseline level stuff that you need to do that. Or you'll but get I'm sick. Talking- you, maybe a regular person, me, no, obviously not. But like that's, you should do that. If I was recommending this to a patient, that's what I would recommend. So You're gonna you to want to do, do that wash baseline. your
0: hands after you go to the bathroom. Usually, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the key is you don't want to over you overextend past the baseline, right? The yes. baseline is critical. Every step beyond the baseline. That's when you start to coddle your immune system. That's when it starts to become susceptible to germs and diseases and viruses, right? So when, you're, when your body experiences one of these things, it interacts with the virus, it learns how to kill it, and then it's gone, right? And now it knows for next time. Where do so you I've stand exposed on... myself to so many germs and viruses. My, my, my roster of germs and viruses and, and bacteria that my body has interacted with is so much deeper than everyone else's. I've eaten a live worm. Did I even have a stomach ache? No. Did I
1: have a regular bowel movement that night? Yes.
2: Right? These are the things you need to think about.
1: I think I want to take this opportunity to speak about a news story that I read last week, actually, um, about a guy named Uncle Haji, also known as the world's dirtiest man, who died at age 94.
2: That's a long time. Uncle
1: Haji did not bathe in 60 years before his death. Um, He feared he would get sick if he ever used soap and water. He's basically a real-life Frank Reynolds. He lived uh, between a hole in in the ground and a brick shack built by the townspeople. And his favorite meal was porcupine. (laughs) 94. He lived till 94. And rumor is, I, I read this in one of the stories, it's not in all the reports, but there is... One of the reports did state that recently before his death, the townspeople finally convinced him to bathe um, against kind of his will because he – I don't know if he smelled so bad or like he just – I think he had a lot of like like, suit and pus is actually what this says mm. on his face. And, base and from, so the
2: bath killed him.
1: From not – so it's possible. So to I extreme. say this as someone – I think of myself like Kevin – a man who follows hygiene standards. I shower multiple times a day. Oh,
2: that's far too many.
1: Um, but you might be on something. I Even know Uncle I Haji.
2: Me and Uncle Haji are correct. Everyone else is dumb. Hand sanitizing after touching a table that someone else touched. You're supposed to touch that table. You're supposed to interact with it. That's how your body learns. That's how your body grows and gets stronger.
0: I can cut this if I, this isn't accurate or this doesn't apply to what you're doing here, but isn't there a dark side to your theory here that something could happen to you after living this sort of lifestyle?
2: Really good question. And uh, yeah, so the way I think about it actually is this is great for your day-to-day health, right? This is a day-to-day, maybe even week-to-week, month-to-month. Sure, I'll even give you year-to-year. Sure. But my theory is that karma may come into play down the road and I'm likely going to go in some sort of crazy blaze of glory style disease no one's ever heard of. It's never existed before. I'm the first one to ever get it type of thing. So, yeah, that's going to happen to me when I don't know. I but I can't control that. I can only interact with the diseases that have existed on mankind. You know, I can't I can't interact with something that hasn't existed. So that's that's how I feel. Like, that's the emotional side of this, not the science side.
1: Yeah, I think Uncle Haji is showing by science that that's not the case.
2: Yeah, I mean, you Uncle know? Haji may be my hero. Yeah. Without knowing it.
1: I mean, you guys kind of look alike.
2: <laughs> yeah, I imagine that we both have a lot
1: of soot. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have less pus on your face, I would say.
2: For now, for, wait till I'm 94, dude. For the
1: way you live, surprisingly little pus on your face.
2: Yeah, well, I, I do... um. <laughs> I do take care of the pus. You have to take care of the pus. Got to take. Uncle Hadji was wrong on that well, one.
0: Well, I don't think we could have asked for anything more than this great theory theater. And once again, I I can't poke a hole in this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, uh I'm I'm happy to have educated everybody. And uh, thank you for the really insightful questions, Kevin. And 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 the the study, Alan. Really good job.
0: Good yes, work, we, everybody. We must we must be coming prepared with studies. We know
2: that. Yes. Well. Yeah. Women sure. of science, as we described. Yes. And um, the Phillies are getting blown out, so that sucks. Yeah, that happened fast.
0: Yep, that happened. Uh, that happened towards the back end of uh, <laughs> this. Baby's going seven. I can feel it. Block of the week, I think. Um, slash LB Lounge. But all right. Well, great pod. Good chatting.
2: See you boys next time.
0: Yeah, and uh, thanks for all donors.
2: Yes, thank you for all the donors and go birds. Yes, yes.